Welcome into the newest episode of Side Mission. I, like always, am your host, Rusty Ellis, joined by just two of the boys today, Matt and Thacker. And today, we are talking about yet another Nintendo release. You know it's a Nintendo release because Matt's here. Um, <laughs> but today, today, we are talking about Splatoon 3. And I'm not going to lie, uh, this might be, and I say might, I think this is my favorite Nintendo release of the year to this point. I know we still have some big ones left. We still got Bayonetta 3, we got Mario Rabbids, we got Pokemon Scarlet and Violet that are all going to be really, really good, hopefully. Uh, but Splatoon 3, I have really enjoyed about 90% of what we have played. I know that there is one big, big negative that we're all going to talk about, but we're going to talk positives first. Matt... As I just kind of alluded to, you're you're the big Nintendo guy, and I know you've played more of the single player than we have. You've finished the single player. I've played a little bit of it. Thacker's played a little bit of it. But talk about the single player, because Splatoon is primarily a multiplayer game, but I feel like this single player is really, really solid. One thing that I have to point out about the single player is I have enjoyed all of them from Splatoon 1 to Splatoon 2 um, and the Octopath uh, expansion from the uh, from Splatoon 2. Um, now, what I really liked what they did with the single player in this game is so they kind of had a fake out where you start off in the campaign and it kind of plays very similar to how Splatoon 2's single player was. But what's really cool is once you actually you uh, you, you uh, traverse through that area, you get to the you beat, uh, beat the boss, and then it throws you into like this much different like layout, like the way that you're going to be playing this out. So this is more based off of the Octo expansion. So it's a little bit different. You start off in um, this room where you have different kind of sections, um, and each different little. I don't know. I, it kind of sounds like a tea kettle, honestly, when you're um, <laughs> accessing it. It really does. Just you're like right. that. <laughs> but so it, it throws you in these rooms that have different puzzles, and they're each different and unique. You uh, choose a weapon that is randomly sorted out for you. So, for example, a lot of the rooms just require you to go from point A to point B, which is. Uh, going through and uh, killing off the enemies and getting enough of the uh, little salmon eggs to continue to progress through the campaign. Um, they, they throw some very unique challenges in there. There are some very difficult ones that brought back some PTSD memories from <laughs> Octo Extension, like the grind rails ones where you have to ride on these rails and you have to shoot these balloons or these targets. And if you don't shoot um, enough of them, you won't be able to uh, access the next guard rail. And you'll basically just fall to your death. Um, it's kind of cool that they finally added checkpoints here, which was a complaint that I had with Octo Expansion. Wait, they didn't have so, checkpoints before in single player? They no, they did not. That's crazy. Not, especially not, yeah, not on the guardrails at least. I remember having to uh, after I, I lost all three of my lives, I had to start completely over. But at least here, there is a little bit of a sacrifice you have to make when you have to give up some of your uh, your salmon eggs. Um, but it's nothing too. It's nothing too bad. It's only like twenty, or just really depending on the, the room's required amount. But everything in the single player is fantastic. I like that they introduced um, the. Uh, the, the newer characters that we see who are doing the introduction with Shiver, uh, Big Man, which everybody loves Big Man. Apparently he's <laughs> the biggest capable character right now. Um, 
And who's the other one's name? Uh, is it Fry? Is it Fry? It's Fry. It is Fry, yes, yes. And they throw some very unique boss battles in there. Uh, one thing that Mario's uh, Mario Sunshine fans will notice is Big Man's boss fight is very similar to one that was a Mario Sunshine. So if you guys have gotten to that point, it is very nostalgic, and it's so cool that they redid that. And then I don't even get me started on the final boss fight, which was the most bat shit crazy thing. <laughs> and I mean, Nintendo, Nintendo can throw some crazy, crazy boss fights as we've all seen with like Mario games or Zelda games. But this one, this one takes the cake for the creativity that went into it. I've I've heard that. This game has a pretty rampant difficulty spike. Is that true? It is It is true, yes. The further into the single player you get, there are definitely difficulty spikes. That's cra It's crazy because I never really think about a Nintendo game being hard. I also suck at a lot of Nintendo games, typically, so that's why I feel that way. Uh, we mentioned earlier the multiplayer is really where this game shines. I think the single player is really good. The few hours I've spent on it, I really have enjoyed what I've played, and that's really been a nice surprise i wasn't expecting it to be all that great um thacker let's talk about the multiplayer though because we've all really enjoyed it and i think that the first like big big positive in this game is the weapon variety like let's talk weapon variety first because we've all used a couple of different weapons matt spent a lot of time with the splat dualies early on and i know that thacker you and i have been using the rollers a lot but talk about the weapon variety, man, because I feel like this game really nails that part of a multiplayer game. Yeah, no, like the game itself brought in quite a bit of variety with weapons. And I know Splatoon is notorious for doing that, um, even though I haven't played one or two. And with that, uh, Matt, I apologize for not giving <laughs> it a chance to actually give you somebody to game with for this game, because this game is ultimately about the multiplayer interactions. Um, and with that comes these amazing guns and weapons to actually be able to complete your objective being the turf wars of who's going to have more ink on the floor. And with that, so yeah, um, Rusty and I have been using the rollers a lot. Um, in fact, last night, I actually, I don't know if you guys noticed this. I actually, you did use a different weapon. I, I did notice yeah. that. I didn't say anything, but I did notice that. Yeah, um, it, it came with the whole uh, future story time that we'll have with it. But um, <laughs> but I ended up going and picking up the level 30 gun just to see how it was. And oh my god. What was it? Was it the arrow spray? It's it's kind of like a Gatlin. Oh, okay. like it's, it's kind of like a Gatlin gun. Like, I don't know the name of it. I could probably pull it up, but it's not that big of a deal in my opinion, but it's it's a great gun. My only complaint with it is it is a little slow to ramp up. You know, I think, I, that, I think I've used that weapon in, like, Salmon Run, so I think I know the exact weapon you're talking about. Yeah. Um, right, wait, wait, is, it the, is it the Hydra Splatling? I couldn't tell you, Matt. It's the very last gun you can unlock. Okay, okay. Um, But, like, in Salmon Run, there's that one of the varieties of the Gatlin gun. So with that, I tried something different. Um, ended up liking it. But I will always still think that a team of four rollers will dominate the entire <laughs> game. The few, times, the few times we had four rollers, it was pretty insane. You're not wrong there. Like, 
devastating numbers. I'm talking like we were 60, almost into 70% of covering the entire map. So it's it's devastating if you put four rollers on one side. But each each weapon has its own different style of use of spreading ink um, from the dualies of double pistol, automatic pistols, uh, to the rollers being able to spread out a lot in a continuous line so you have somewhere to retreat with, um, to the sniper where you're able to actually get some distance on it more than anything else, to even the Gatlin where you're able to put out a large amount of ink in a short amount of time. And with that, they all have their own sub weapon with it, whether it be the bombs, the grenades, um, mines, showers, um, stuff like that. And then one thing I really enjoyed, each weapon has a um, ultimate style move, yes. right? I have, this is one reason why I picked up that Gatling gun. I wanted something new. I enjoyed the 10 missiles, um, but I needed something just to kind of Cleanse my palate, I should say. <laughs> That's fair. Um, uh, that thing is crazy. You pretty much get a jetpack, fly into the air, and you get unlimited shots until your system overheats, which, of course, is on a time measure. I think it's like six, seven seconds. But you can shoot off as many possible shots, and it does stupid damage. Yeah. <laughs> like... I'm just talking about this. I want to. I just want a game right now while we're we're doing this recorded. Just sit here, platoon, <laughs> and just be able to record as well. But <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Us talking about it is making me want to play Splatoon. We might have to do that whenever we get done recording all these episodes. Might have to play some Splatoon. But no. I, 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 as someone who has used like the level twenty roller, I think it's the it's the Flingza roller or something like that. Yeah. I, I think it's yeah. Okay, so I'm good. I'm correct on that. I would have hated to have all these Splatoon fans up my ass if I had said that wrong, because God knows how <laughs> Nintendo fans can be. Um, Whoa. But I love... Oh, I'm not wrong. Come on now. Uh, but I, I love the, the Tenom Missiles, man. The Tenom Missiles are probably my favorite special in the game. I will tell you, my least favorite has probably been the Crab Tank, that I, or at least the ones among the ones I've used. I don't love the Crab Tank. Just because I don't feel like I'm very good with it. It just doesn't really match my play style all that much. Um, but I like the difference between like, the normal roller and you know the roller that we're using now, Thacker, that I've said is that I love how it makes you more viable offensively. Like The roller is great, period, for covering the floor. It's great for spreading your ink, covering you know more of the map. But having the Tenom Missiles, what I liked about that was giving you a little bit of offense uh, that it comes at a range. Because when you use a roller, you've got to be right up on an enemy to actually do damage to them and to, you know, splat them. And I feel like adding the Tenom Missiles, you become a little bit more viable from range. And even if you don't splat anybody with them, you still get to cover that part of the map with them. So... I, I definitely like this. I will say the most broken weapon that I think we've seen so far, it's got to be either the wiper or the paintbrush. It's got to be one of those two because it is... I have to say it's the paintbrush. It's incredible. If you literally just spam the trigger, it is amazing how much damage you can output doing that. And I was irritated yeah. with people who played that way at first, and then I got the paintbrush, and I was like, okay, I get it. I get it. It makes sense. I see why y'all do this. 
I definitely think there can be some balancing issues with weapons. I think there are some later on that are a lot more viable than the early ones. And I get it. You know, lock certain weapons behind a certain level. That's cool. Or behind a certain number of Sheldon licenses. I understand that. That's cool. I just don't feel like they need to be drastically better than what you start with. Because for new players, if they can do a lobby with, you know, a bunch of players that have late game weapons, you're not going to win unless you're just really damn good at the game. And I think early on that was a little frustrating because there were people that had like level 20 weapons on launch night. And I remember all of us, along with, you know, Tabby, we were all playing. And we would run into people with these weapons and it's like, well, we've got to play pretty much a perfect game just to win now. Well, one thing that they did... Uh, one thing that they did was anyone who migrated their Splatoon 2 saves over, they got three special Golden Sheldon licenses, which you could use one to unlock any weapon of your choice. I don't and like that. Quite, a lot of people probably did that. I mean, I did that. That's how I got. Oh, like, you cheap bastard! <laughs> That's how I got the highest level duelies uh, when we first started playing. <laughs> you cheap bastard! I hate you. Like Matt, Matt, Matt's over here, here like Matt's hearing me complain about people being OP. And he's like, I am the overpowered. It is me. Like that is Matt right uh, now. Not only that, but like Matt was complaining about it too. <laughs> and, now, and now he's over here defending them Matt hey, I, I don't like you maybe <laughs> Matt's like Matt's like you know for those of us that are using basic weapons I just can't stand you motherfuckers that use OP stuff and Matt's like well it's also me I'm the overpowered one too it's Matt's on me. Both sides. it's always been me <laughs> Matt's the definition of y'all. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go on a random tangent here Matt is that guy from one of the Schoolhouse Rock songs that when they're at a football game, he's the guy that goes, hooray, I'm for the other team when the other team starts winning. That's Matt right now. <laughs> that is Matt. He's like the kid from uh, Simpsons. Uh, the sh- the cop's son. Yep, I know exactly who we're talking about. <laughs> in danger <laughs> i have also used my amiibo to get some of like the really cool gear man you're cheap bro i don't like you anymore <laughs> okay when we get done and we start playing again before we start playing i'm coming in your room and i'm borrowing some of your amiibos because i want some cool gear and when rusty's in town we're gonna get him the cool gear too yeah, bro this is my turf you don't bring your colors up in here <laughs> What? <laughs> back? Okay, okay, okay. Let's get back back on the farm. Uh, so, back, but get back on track. Get back on track. I think there's a lot of things this game does really well. Honestly, the gameplay is really addicting. And I know that that's not anything new for Splatoon fans. Like, they're like, well, duh, of course it is. Um, Matt, it's, it's worth pointing out, like, you've already put almost, like, over 25 hours into this game. Me and Thacker are both probably... We're probably close to that 20-hour mark. And this game is still, like, relatively recent. I mean, we've had quite a few games out. I know that me and Thacker have been playing 2K as well. But, like, we've put quite a few hours in on this game. I think it says something when a game is able to hook you that, you know, I've never been a big Splatoon person. I've wanted to try Splatoon 2, but when I saw Splatoon 3 was announced, I was like, okay, I'll just wait for that. And, you know, I've really enjoyed what I've played, especially when we've all played together. Playing solo, it's fun, but it's not as fun as I would like for it to be. Uh, well, I know 
So let's talk now. Let's get into criticisms a little bit because as much as I love this game, I think it is a game that has 10 out of 10 gameplay. But the problem is, and the reason why I would give it like an 8.5 or a 9 right now, the servers are rough. And I get it. Like when it first came out, it was one thing. But now we're a couple weeks into this game being out, at least. By the time you're listening to this, probably even even further out from release. Like, I just feel like the servers shouldn't be in this bad a shape. Because communication errors happen regularly. Disconnects happen regularly. And to be quite honest, we don't know for a fact, if we're being fair to Nintendo and to you know, you know developers of Splatoon... We don't know if that means that somebody is mad that they're losing and they're just quitting or if that somebody's internet is just bad and they're getting disconnected. We don't know because it doesn't tell us. But it is kind of lousy if you're playing with a random, like when the three of us are playing, if we're playing with a random and they get mad that we're losing early on and they quit, it gets very frustrating that we get handed a loss for that. I think I think that's bullshit. I think that's crap. I think we stayed in the game. My other thing is, I know we're not likely to win, but even though that person disconnects, why not, like, just let the three of us stay in the game? Yeah. Like, why not let us have a shot to at least compete? We can at least get some XP. And, you know, maybe maybe if you're, if you're able to get into the random end of the match in time, maybe we can find a way to win. But it's just very frustrating that we don't do anything wrong, and yet we get handed a loss. And, you know, winning and losing isn't everything in these games. I mean, I'm playing just because it's fun. It is frustrating when we lose. But it's very frustrating that we get handed a loss if we lose. And Thacker, I know you agree with that. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Um, It's one of those where um, there should be some sort of balancing. If you're in the, like, last minute of the game, let us finish the game. I understand, like, that can be the turning tides of a game. But... If you're in the last minute of a game, let us let us finish it instead of just kicking all of us out and unfortunately giving us all a loss as well, even though it says those who stayed won't receive a loss. It's one of those where it you should be able to at least still have that option. Like leave it up to the players, give it like pull up a poll and be like, do you want to finish the game? Yes, no. And majority vote on it. That would be and great. Boom. I would love that. Right? Like, we had a game last night where uh, literally the game had ended. It was over for a good 10 seconds. And then I got disconnected yep. and got hit with a, like, ban hammer. The, oh, the, my, it's crap. I agree. The first disconnect of the night, and it's at the end of the game... And I get hit with a three-minute ban. I'm not able to play. I'm not able to do anything online. Sure. I can only pretty much explore around the city, which is fine, but it's annoying. It is very annoying. I feel that. Like, just just in Turf Wars alone, that's, that's annoying. No, absolutely like this should not be a problem in in 2022 like nintendo has always been behind when it comes to online they have games that do it really well like mario kart um and um yeah it's it's, it's and pokemon to an extent like i've never really had any disconnects with that but 
other games like Smash, Super Smash Brothers, um, and I know we touched upon this before, but uh, Mario Maker 2's internet was practically unplayable. Oh, it was like, terrible, and that was bad for months after release. Oh yeah, when you when you like start that up, you're probably running at two frames per second. And I wish I was kidding. Um, and it's just because of the fact that Nintendo refuses to. Uh, for some reason, they even though they want to charge us money now, whereas it used to be free, like on the Wii U for their online, they want us to pay money now. Which I'm all for it if I can get the same kind of online experience that I'm getting on with my PlayStation or my Xbox consoles. Uh, they kind of fixed up a lot of things here. Like, I love the fact that they finally introduced a lobby system so you can easily play with your friends now, which has been such a problem in the past with other Splatoon games. And now that we finally got a lobby system and we can, you know, get up with our friends, which has made things like Salmon Run, which is one of my favorite modes in this game. Especially Salmon Run, yeah, it's really fun. Game. Um, back then, you could not play with Salmon Run with your friends as easy as you can out. It was very rare that you ever got to actually play with anyone that wasn't randoms. Um, and, like, another thing that I liked what they introduced here is the fact that, um, you know, you can... now The fact that you can squad with your friends, because I'm used to playing this game alone, so now that yeah. I'm able to play with my friends, and I, I actually have, you know, people who want to play this game now, which is, I'm, I'm so happy to have that happen, because this game has been one of my... Like, this whole series has been something that I've absolutely loved, and it's become a very cherished, like, Nintendo series. Like, even to the point where, you know, they put Inkling in Super Smash Brothers now. That's how you, you know, they, they have legitimized their, their legacy in Nintendo's characters now. So, this has been... This is almost just the perfect game. I just, I hope as time goes on, Nintendo can figure out, you know, how to better, you know have a better infrastructure for their online so you know i would love to be able to have voice chat through the system yeah and not having to use an app like right now when we play we're playing you know we're, we're playing through you know psn so we're able to to talk to each other yeah that's what's um, frustrating for me with nintendo it's kind of a question of like if not with this game then what game is it going to take for the for the online to be better like matt that's my only question yeah nintendo needs to stop using uh peer-to-peer um servers like they they need to do their own thing because when you're using peer-to-peer -peer, you're throwing basically you have your group of on people who are online one person is chosen to host the server and if that person does not have a good connection then you're in for a bad time disconnects are going to happen but if they could just use dedicated servers on their like on their own term like you know what i mean like something that they're yeah, running I agree. we would not be running into this problem well, Thacker, I know you had something about Salmon Run that you wanted to talk about because, I mean, again, I think it's a fun game mode, but the server issues and the, the connection issues definitely came into play there when we tried to play that as well. And and it was prevalent. It was very prevalent, um, especially on something like that where it's not – it's a PvE. You're, you're going against the computer. It – shouldn't matter if there's disconnects or anything that should be heavy affected there um but it was still very there um we we had a game early early into release um where it was the three of us and tabby and ended up playing it for a bit and i got disconnected i went back in my entire progress and Rusty and I were on the same progress yeah. meter 
all of my progress was gone. All and that's of it. frustrating. It was, and it, t- it took me about seven, eight more games with randoms to be able to get it back. And I it was just super frustrating and annoying because it's like, that should not have happened. Like, that is one that is – that's almost game-breaking to make somebody want to be like, you know what, fuck this game. I don't want to play it anymore and takes it back. It's it's almost that extreme with it because you you'll have some people who are rational thinking like you know like after the fact of course because in the moment I was not but after the fact I was like you know what it gives me a chance to play it more but then you have those people who are like fuck this and takes it back because it's just not worth it. Yep. Some people grind that stuff to be able to get those rewards and then. It's it's over with. So it's just it's one of those where you guys hit it right on the head. In my opinion, Nintendo needs to do something about dedicating some time and money to servers, um, so that the next big multiplayer release that we have, we're not running into these issues anymore. I agree, and I think that it's 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 tough because it just it it takes away from what I believe is a great game. I love this game. I really do. It'll. There's a really high chance that I think this will be on my top ten list. It's just really disappointing that the servers have impacted it as much as they have. And, you know, I, I would like to have hope that Nintendo will, you know, one of these days they will get it together and they'll figure out how to do an online multiplayer game and they won't do peer-to-peer matchmaking I would like to imagine one of these days they will figure that out. My only concern is that if it's not going to happen with Splatoon, one of your biggest multiplayer games, what game is it going to happen for? That's my biggest concern. But other than that, I think this is a great game. I really love it. I know that we've had a lot of fun with it, despite the frustration. So, And I think that we're going to continue playing this for a long time after, you know, even after this episode goes live. I think that we're going to we're gonna really, really, really get a lot of playtime in on this game. So... That is going to wrap us up for this episode of Side Mission. You might have noticed you're listening to it. You can listen to us now on several different platforms, not just Spotify. We do still love Spotify, but we've branched out. We're now on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, fucking Deezer, whatever the hell that is. Have no clue what that is still, and I'll probably never use it, but you know what? We're there iHeartRadio, tune in, all that. Just be sure when you search for us on on any of those networks, be sure you click the side mission that does not say 94-7. That is from our older days when we were at a different studio. We are no longer there. We've grown up. We've gotten better. Look for the one that has the graphic with me, Matt, and Kyle on it. Our characters, Thackeral, one day, maybe get added to that. But we'll see. He's still an intern, so who knows. But (laughs) it's all jokes. But you can also follow us on Twitter at SideMissionPod, on Facebook at SideMissionPodcast. For the boys, Matt and Thacker, I'm Rusty. Thanks for listening.